You're listening to the Two Sleuth Podcast, all about the business of dentistry. Hosted by yours truly, Greg Essenmacher, a fixed full arch dental expert and founder of GNA Consult, speaking with industry leaders on the dental landscape from their perspective. Welcome again to another fantastic episode of the Tooth Sleuth Podcast. I couldn't be more excited. We literally have a party going on up in here for this episode. I have Allison Norris and her entire team on the Tooth Sleuth Podcast. And some of you may remember Allison Norris. She's a return guest, but this time she's brought her entire team with her. And why, you may ask? Well, because... This isn't just the Allison Norris with this, the CEO of the Dentel Group, but she also brought her entire team because they have something really exciting to share with us today. And rather than me talking about how she met Ashley and Ashley is a practicing endodontist and what she was looking to do and about Ranjit, who's with a recruiting group and about Jarrett with OmniHire and developing an ad. See, I could talk to you all about that, but I'd rather let Allison tell her story and talk about how she met all these wonderful people and how they all became a part of what they're doing. So I'm going to do that. So everybody, please welcome back to the show, none other than the Allison Norris. Welcome, Allison. Thank you. Thank you so much for, um, for letting me be here. Who are all your friends that you brought with you? I'll let you introduce in whatever order you like. And then I want to hear their stories because I know your story. You can't tell sure. your story anymore. My whole listening <laughs> audience knows your story. So who'd you bring with you today? Sure, sure. So I have my two co-founders of this new um, new app that we're developing. And then I have my developer on here. Um, and uh, so Ranjit is from Sweden. And... Um, He's one of my co-founders. I have Ashley, who's a practicing endodontist, and then uh, Jared. And um, yeah, um, I pretty much met Ashley. Uh, so Ashley had reached out, and um, so I saw an opportunity to um, to play some associate dentist. And I thought, who better to talk to these dentists than a practicing endodontist? So um, that kind of happened there, and um, and then. Ranjith and I were talking because, you know, I think it was about, um, you know, angel investing or, or something. So we found each other in a recruiting group. And um, anyway, and then um, and then Jared, I don't know, we found him like on the side of the road somewhere. I can't remember where. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Basically. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, no, Jared, Jared was introduced uh, to us through um, through Ashley's brother. And so. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> I don't like that's fantastic. I, I I'm I'm loving all of this. I'm loving all of this. Well, I'm going to start with Doctor Ashley. Can I call you Ashley, or do I need to call you Doctor Ashley? Do you still oh. identify as a doctor, or is that only? Do you play one on TV still? People do that. They call me. They're like the Doctor Essenmacher. I always love when I get the emails, and they're like Doctor Essenmacher. Would you like a list of twenty thousand da 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 da? And I'm like. Obviously, you have no idea who I am. I am not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I always find that kind of funny. So Ashley, so tell me your story. So you you found Allison somehow, and you were placing some associates using the Dentel Group, which, by the way, love them as a recruiting company. Love, love, love. And I had heard, like, we were talking, Allison and I were talking a few months ago, maybe it was more than a few months ago, 
time really slips my mind at times. Um, but we were talking about that. So uh, tell me how you met Allison, how you learned about Allison and your experience with her, and then how you ended up becoming a co-founder of this app with her. Yeah. So um, I had reached out to Allison probably about a year ago, uh, kind of looking for a a way to decrease my clinical time, just just kind of for the time being. And um, Allison gave me the pleasure of, of working with her with the Dentel Group. And she was kind of teaching me the ropes of recruiting, which I have zero background in. I know the other side very, very well, of course, of, of clinical dentistry. And so as I started working with Allison, trying to place some associate dentists, I realized very quickly that the recruiting space is very complicated. And there's a plethora of software systems. And I honestly, I, I couldn't even keep track of them all. I kept asking her like, okay, wh where do I find this and who's there? And it was just crazy. And so one day I just asked her, why isn't there an app for this? And so after we kind of joked about it, we were like, wait a minute, there isn't one and we can do it. And so we literally just decided to run with the idea. And it started as something a little more simple and it kind of evolved as we met Ranjith and got Jared on board, it kind of evolved into this really awesome application. And so kind of using my clinical side of things and Allison and Ranjit's recruiting side of things, that's kind of how we welded together in order to create what we have now. I love it. And so often I, you know, I speak with a lot of founders and entrepreneurs and they come from the clinical side and they just are looking for more other than not that like they hated what they were doing. Well, some, I mean, we could, we could talk about a few individuals who talk about that, right? You know, a former podcast guest, Allison, I think, you know, is it Laura Brenner, right? Who talked about that in her great yes. blog of like, you know, ans answering the 10 reasons why I hate going to the dentist and her response of 10 reasons why the dentist probably hates you too. Uh, and that <laughs> launched her career. And I, I just love her for that. And, you know, but those that are in clinical that want to transition out or are looking for something more or entrepreneurial in spirit, or those like myself that were in the manufacturing side that have that entrepreneurial bug and, you know, launch out on their own. So I, I love hearing that. And so, but I, what I also heard from you is, you know, we really have the men to blame on this call. And so let's start with Ranjit because it sounds like he's really the one who was more of the troublemaker in the group who then like had this, we'll call it the quote inspiration to really take it from something simple and complicated because isn't really that what men do? Isn't that what we do? We take something super simple and we compliment it. All right. So, all right, you complicated it. So let's, let's hear about what you did to mess things up, Ranjit. I just wanted to add one thing. We complicate things, but complicated things to complicate our lives. Right. <laughs> that sounded like justification, but okay, we'll go with it. All right, so now, now let's talk yeah. about how you got brought into the picture. Now, uh, as Alison said, uh, we, we found each other on some forum where Alison was looking for some information about the investor uh, angel investment groups and how to reach uh, some someone reached out to Alison about something so I just like okay uh, I've been investing I, I just started investing a couple of months ago when when I met Alison so I said like okay I've been following this industry I'm, I'm an entrepreneur on the side uh, for don't ask me like I failed in three companies and succeeded in two so as i said like it's an entrepreneur bug that doesn't leave but that, again in in that in that forum i met allison and we ended up talking about uh 
little about angel investment but more about how uh, how the dental industry recruitment is working and she showed me one interesting thing like she was paying around seven hundred dollars for a database of thousand candidates that was for me that was bananas because i come from a tech industry and uh, usually you pay like five hundred dollars for the whole linkedin uh, access and that's more than three million profiles right so then, then we reached out to each other again, and uh, we found out that there is a huge gap. And then Allison introduced me to Ashley, and we started there, basically. I so appreciate the honesty of what you just shared there, because guests of mine on the Two Sleuth podcast and those that I talk to, it's so much about vulnerability and authenticity. And the fact that you were willing to share that in five companies that you've started, right, that you've been a part of, three failed and two were successful. Is that what I heard from you? Yes. I love that because it's so encouraging for individuals to say, you know what, just try it. It, it, It's not so much that it's a success or a failure necessarily, but what did you learn from it? And go out and build something else. I mean, that is really like, well, at least, you know, the American spirit, and I know you're from Sweden, but that really is the ingenuity of what drives humans right and human behavior of just try just do something like if you have passion behind it you can learn from it and you can build and grow from it i I love hearing about that all right well you know jared i guess you were found on the side of the road somewhere i'm just curious like was it a freeway were you in a bassinet or were you like fully grown at that point so how did you come into the picture yeah uh so basically i started programming when I was really young. Um, And when I was 14, I started a YouTube channel where I taught people how to program using iOS development. And it happens that Casey uh, was one of the people that watched one of those videos of mine. And so he contacted me directly and he's like, hey, we've got this awesome project. Uh, We would love to bring you on board and have you work on the application. Funnily enough, I was in Thailand at the time. So (laughs) it was was kind of on the side of the road, just like (laughs) randomly somewhere in the middle of the earth, you know, but um, from from there, we just kind of got started working on the application and, and working from there. Hi everyone, sorry for the interruption. Greg Essenmacher here, founder of GNA Consult. Just want to take a brief moment and let you know if you're a practice owner, founder, group administrator, or DSO regional manager trainer and looking to add, grow Full Arch for your location, improve same source sales, or learn more about what Full Arch can do for your production numbers and profitability, reach out to the show and book a discovery call today. Our expert team is here to help. Love it. So side of the road in Thailand and you're scooped up and tell me who Casey is. So it's the brother of someone. Uh, It's Ashley's brother. Ashley's brother. Okay, good. So, so it is a family affair. I love it. And for those of you, so on my recording platform, it kind of looks like the Brady Bunch, but I'm not in the middle. So I'm not Alice, just so you know. And Allison, you should be in the middle because then you'd be Alice and then it'd be the boys and the girls. Right? Anyway, so I know just being a little crazy here with all of it. Well, so, okay, now tell me about, so we're talking about recruiting. We're talking about, we heard about bananas, about what it was like with the $700 for a thousand candidates in the field that you come from, uh, Ranji. So thank, thank you for sharing that. I'm learning tons new and how there's a better way to do it. And so there's the development of an app. So talk to my listening audience about that. What was the evolution of this? It went from simple to complicated or complex. 
I'm complicated. So that's why I use that word. So talk to me about this evolution of the app. Let's talk about that journey a little bit, and then we'll get to the end result and how what users can do with this app. Now, and again, uh, if it, it, it's, it's important that we compare how the dental industry recruitment is working and uh, all I hear from Alison and Ashley, again, I, I'm, I don't have the first-hand experience working with dental recruitment, but uh, I relied on Ashley's and Alison's expertise here. And they have been in the industry for a while. At least Alison has been in the industry for a while. And Ashley, first-hand, she has uh, experienced the pain, right? So... Uh, uh, again, if you compare that to where I come from, the tech industry, and Jared can also uh, chip in whenever you want. But uh, it's important that if, again, finding a job should not be as complicated as it should be today. And uh, that's what we wanted to change. And at the same time, again, people coming from dental industry, they, they, they don't want to mess up with any systems. Their core business is something else. And tech is something that they, which has to provide service to them. Rather, it's it's the opposite these days. Finding a candidate, uh, to find a candidate, one has to go through a series of tools. And when does a doctor or dentist have time to to at least set up those tools, understand those tools, and then find the right candidate? Would we expect the doctors to do their job? Or would we expect the doctors to make sure that, oh, you set up the systems to find the right candidate? And they're, they're losing the business, they're losing time and efforts. And while finding the candidates, that's, that's also an even story, because a horrible story in, in this case, because the candidates are not much available, as I understood. And I heard a lot of stories about how dental hygienists are being treated and how what kind of uh, candidates can you get out in the market and how candidates are also suffering finding the right uh, practice. So again, in, in order to bridge this gap, we, we came up with the process of identifying, okay, what makes things better? And in order to make sure that uh, this process should help not be a troublemaker or an obligation for either dentists or the candidates. So that's where we are. You know, I, I love what you're talking about here. And you're talking about bridging the gap between the need, right, which is the, the client who is looking for qualified candidates. Exactly. And then the candidates, which, you know, they're looking for what they're looking for, a, a practice that matches the need that they have for whatever the checklist is, right? And for moving for whatever reason, and it could be a myriad of reasons, right? And this isn't my lane, so I'm not gonna try to list those out. But that gap and trying to marry that gap, I was just talking about this about a week and a half ago from the main stage of the American Academy of Dental Group Practices. And I was relating it to the patient experience in full arch, which is my lane, fixed full arch, and the gap between the need between the patients who are needing fixed full arch treatment therapy and the providers of which there are a wealth of out there. And how do we bridge that gap between the two and bring it closer together? You know, and there are some individuals who are trying to do better at that with an app, ironically. Um, but there, you know, there is so much of a need. There's so much information that's out there. And in this day and age, with the technology that we have, the easier we can make it to be able to bring two sides together where there's a need and there's a want or a need on both sides, right? Provider and seeker. 
of that information and bring it together, it should be easier. Exactly. And I, I just find that, especially in the dental space, I'm not sure why, but as much technology is leaping forward with intraoral scans and photogrammetry, and, and I could go right down the list, and, 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 3D printing, and, 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 right? All the toys that are out there that are super expensive and prohibitive cost-wise for some to implement, some of the simplest things seem to be missing. Would, would you all agree with that? And then what is this app specifically doing? So give a little taste for those that may be out there listening and saying, yeah, because, I mean, we know what we've gone through, right? The great resignation, the great, so difficult to find, whether it's hygienists or qualified dental assistants, Allison, you and I know, right? Because we've worked together for clients and you're great at what you do. So let's talk about that. You know, when... When you post a job, let's just say you post a job on one of the job boards, right? Um, and I mean, half the half the candidates are going to be unqualified. So we basically, you know, half of those half of those are unqualified. We basically are um, allowing the companies to um, be able to, and I don't know. I have to I have to be careful with what I say. So. Um, we're allowing companies to match based on not just not just you know uh, qualifications, but also you know their their skills. Their um, we're aligning them based on five factors, um, and so then you know after after that candidate matches directly with that with that company, um, you know then everything kind of happens in one place. So instead of having to hop out and hop on this, you know, software and then click on this tab and then click on this and this and this and this, it's all just there um, in the app. And it's super streamlined and super simple. And I personally can't wait to start using it. So Dentel Group is going to be the number one customer. <laughs> so, no, it's, um, it's pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool. So I think to add to Allison's statement too, one of the big things that we saw was an issue um, and we kind of paralleled this with clinical dentistry would be user experience, right? So you want to go to the dentist and you want to have an experience. You don't just want to get a root canal. You want something more. And so in that recruitment space, the app that we developed, we kind of wanted that something more, not just find me a job, find me a candidate. We actually wanted to make it semi-enjoyable in a space where it's complicated, so that, that's kind of the, the backbone also of, of the app. Yeah, we definitely... Oh, and that's uh, where adoption happens, right? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Alice. I was just going to say yeah. that's where adoption happens really is the patient experience, right? And, and that's everything that's in social media, whether you look at any of the meta platforms, you know, with Instagram and the stories, are you meeting people where they're at? You know, they're going through stories, click, 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 click. How much attention span do people have? And then it's also how do they feel about the platform? How does it look? How is it responding to them? I know for myself, like Facebook is kind of like, oh, so with my company, I kind of have to have the Facebook page, but the Instagram is kind of like, okay, that's pretty good. But LinkedIn is where I live because it speaks more to where I'm at with my business and where I'm interacting with other industry partners. And it's where I think it's Allison. I think that's where you and I actually met like a while ago. Somehow we were interacting in the same circles with the same people and you know, going to a lot of dental conferences. So, it, you know, what is the platform and what is the experience that the individual's having is going to speak to them based on their needs. And same with candidates. I was just, 
you know, at that conference I was talking about, I'm at a lot of conferences and really digesting a lot of information. And it depends on when you look at, well, are they Gen X, Gen Y, are they baby boomers? And how are we responding to the way that they're going to receive the information and interact with on the candidate side? And then you have to look at on the hiring side as well, like how are they promoting and presenting on their side as well? And is it, you know, I, one thing that I learned and Allison and I were laughing about this, uh, you know, well, I don't know if it was more haha funny or more ironic funny when you're dealing with, you know, doctors who may not know like the seven deadly sin categories that you don't ask because you can't ask. Um, you know, I learned it, you know, 15 years ago when I was the president of my church congregation. It's like, yeah, you can't ask that. You can't say that, right? You can't you can't ask them where they live. You can ask them, are they able to, you know, fulfill the job duties, you know, with where they are? You know, you have to be super careful because you don't want to like violate these things and you don't know until you know. So that whole patient experience, it's not just patient facing and it it's the client experience, it's the candidate experience. Everything is experiential these days. And I think sometimes we forget that because it's devices that are in our face and technology as impersonal as it is to be able to make it more personal and create that experience is really the ones that make it i i think i don't know i'm going to throw that over to ranjeet ranjeet because you you talked about the three companies that weren't successful and the two that were did you find that with the different companies about the experience the user experience playing a factor in those companies and the success or failure Yes, I mean I, I can't stress this enough because the last company that I I, I came out uh, it, it is a success, uh, but there we have developed a game development platform. You know, for game development, the latency is the key. So uh, we had to go down deeper, and we spent crazy amount of money in order to get that experience for any game developer that is using our platform. So uh, again, that's one side of the experience, right? The experience on the product, but then the whole journey is in, in itself an experience. So once a user comes into the product, it, again, there's a support thing. There is something that they feel like, okay, this is what I wanted. And that is, that is also something that we want to get through this. And uh, to your question, yes, uh, experience plays an important role, both for us as a team and also for the customers who are using our product and if we can give the experience good experience between the team and I, I can definitely say that that will reflect onto the product and that will reflect onto the customers what was really cool like you know you always say like or i don't know maybe i always said it but i've always said like oh it'd be so cool to have an app you know or i want to make an app for this and so like when we were first um kind of just throwing ideas around. Um, we literally were making lists of like, you know, what are the biggest complaints from the candidate side? What are the biggest complaints from the client side? And we and we tried to do our best to to fix those things, you know, to alleviate those issues. I mean, you know, candidates are complaining about ghosting. Um, well, they're not going to be ghosted on our app. You know, they're you know, they're complaining about being bombarded with, you know, with, with, um, you know, uh, messages and calls and that kind of thing. They're not going to be bombarded. You know, it's all just right there. And, you know, from the company side, you know, the biggest complaint is that they can't find quality qualified candidates. And so we're, 
fixing that too. So we're just, we're just fixing the entire industry. <laughs> I love all the fixing, right? It's, 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 like, it, it's, it's, like, it's like your great accent you've got, Allison. It's, it's all the fixings too. You got to have all the fixings. <laughs> all right, team. Well, this is the part of the program that all of my guests play. It's a little something called What the Sleuth is Going On? It's three rapid fire questions. And since Allison's already played, she can't play. And I've got three of the others of you. So I'm just going to randomly pick one of you to answer one of each of the questions. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Are you all ready to play? Yes. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not giving the doctor the first question because that's too easy. Okay. So Ranjit, you're going to get the first question. Are you ready? Question yes. number one. Ranjit, what's the worst bad breath you've ever encountered? Yeah, uh, I I went for trekking and we didn't had I forgot my basin brush, and I went along for five days. Oh, <laughs> so uh, and it, it was it was in Norway. Uh, it's called Odda, if you know. So we were camping and we were going. I mean, of course, we, I I just did a, a basic uh, hygiene, but that doesn't help, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. I've got to hit him back on the program. I don't care if it's got nothing to do with dental. I like him. Allison, he's a keeper. Okay. Question number two. Jared, if you could change one thing about your smile, what would it be? Um, well, I definitely have gap teeth, so I guess that's a pretty, pretty big part there. So I've been but meaning to get braces so does Madonna. for a while there. So does Madonna and Michael okay. Strahan. Good one. Fair. <laughs> All right. And Ashley, you know you're getting question number three. It's coming at you. You ready? Ready. Okay. If you could go back and be the inventor of any dental product, no, you can't choose your own. Which one would you choose and why? Oh, good question. Um, what would I choose? I'd probably choose probably the microscope for, for endo. I think it was a total, absolute game changer in the way that we treat patients. And now we can actually see what we're doing, which is revolutionary considering for the last 20 plus years, we weren't able to really see. Um, so I think the dental, the operating microscope really would be awesome. I, I love it. You have an endodontist on and she talks about the endomicroscope. I mean, that's like an easy layup. I love it. I love it. All right, team. So in the last few minutes to respect your time and all my listening audience, because a lot of them do like a 30 minute run and I want to keep it to 30 minutes. Uh, is there anything I haven't asked or I, what I really want to know too is when is the app going to launch? Give us some more details or how can they find out more about using this platform? Because it sounds pretty amazing. So we're in beta testing um, right now, and we're hoping to, to fully launch in a couple months. Um, they can they can go to omnihire.app. So that's O-M-N-I-H-I-R-E dot app. And, um, and on there we have a, uh, like a sign-up form or, a, you know, be the first to know form. Um, and they can sign up and receive you know, updates and that kind of thing, if they want to do that, or they can just reach out to any of us. 
So, yeah. Fantastic. How exciting. Thank you so much to the entire team. So Allison Norris with the Dentel Group, Dr. Ashley Milstein, Ranjith, who you've been like just such a pleasure with your answers. They've been so much fun. And Jared Davidson, I'm glad that they found you on the side of the road in Thailand and brought you onto the team to develop because you've been amazing as well. Thank you so much to the team at OmniHire. Go to OmniHire.app to learn more about their product they're getting ready to launch that's in beta testing. Thank you to all of you for being a guest on the Two Sleuth Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to tune in to our next episode of the Tooth Sooth Podcast. If you need help with converting lead calls into consults, closing consults into more full arch cases, or creating a more strategic marketing message and branding for your practice or group, follow me for more tips or reach out to GNA Consult for a discovery call today.